0: Hi, this is Bob Lumberton, and you're watching
1: Dr Listening, listening.
0: You're listening to... D- What's the show?
1: Dredging for Humor.
0: You're listening to Dousing for Humor.
1: Evan, Evan, you're on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another lame episode of Dredging for Humor. Wallet
2: Slayers! Mm-hmm. Welcome to Dredging for Humor. And no, we don't have humor. We just like to play the game. to dredging for humor. welcome to the lighter side where we talk about magic the gathering like nowhere else you might find just don't expect to learn much This show just to keep you in touch In fact that it's just a game where we jump from our tales. we hope you can
1: too so they reprinted Wallet Slayer. Can you believe it? I'm so happy they did cuz now I get to go another year without cracking one. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jack the Band, welcome back. Uh this episode 7. 7 already? S- yeah, wow. We've we've been <laughs> so ripping through them. We've done so well in in keeping them up and keeping our fans on their toes and, you know, thanks Steve. Um <laughs> So we both went to our pre-release. Yes, um, and it's taken us this long to recover from the beatings we took, and uh, well, dude didn't take nearly the beatings that I took.
0: They came later. The beatings came later. Just not as early as yours. Yours came, but
1: yes, I, I went one in five, uh, or one one and four. How do how do you say that? Is it one in five, or I won one of five? I won seven I, seven of
0: nine. She was the
1: Borg, right? Yes,
0: uh, so. yeah.
1: She was pretty sexy. Um, it was weird <laughs> in a weird way. Uh,
0: it made it made most men uncomfortable. I think they're just like, wow, that is a
1: hot toaster. It it didn't make me uncomfortable. It uh, <laughs> it was uh, the the baldness. I just wanted to like rub her skull, you know. Just, oh, but yeah. She was anyway. I wished I was Data. <laughs> Oh no! Wait, that's the other one. Ooh, she was kind of weirdly sexy. The one from uh, uh, when Data. Oh, what is the name?
0: My of Star name? Trek enforcement level is not very high, so go go with it. Yeah, she was she DS Nine or was she Voyager? I'm saying this in just a particular tone so that my girlfriend can't hear me in the room and come in screaming.
1: I see. Seven
0: of nine. Seven of nine. Deep Deep Space Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Or, or was deep, she Voyager?
1: She was it? She was. She was Deep Space Nine.
0: Okay. They didn't find her on the on the ship when they were like, you know, like the voyagers like way the hell far from everybody, and they weren't like, this is the, this is the Borg chick, and we're gonna make her, you
1: know, it's like, well, what the hell's a Borg doing all the way out here? And I don't know, be- but because Star Trek and the magic crossover so heavily, we're gonna uh, uh, hold, please. <laughs>
0: because i have never watched voyager and i never finished ds9 no i was yeah no i was just thought that there was going to be something else sorry
1: so i don't know if we picked up the the voice from the other room but but that was that was the dude uh uh being corrected and and i stand corrected also it was voyager yes that void uh, of empty space right exactly Back from the void. So to, to uh, you know allay any further errors, we should probably talk about magic a little bit.
0: I, I totally agree and apologize to any of the fans that we may have completely alienated from the, from the show for not being a little more um, stalwart with our Star Trek information.
1: Yeah, and that actually might, in some levels that gives us cool, or in some schools it gives right. us cool level, in some schools we've
0: just lost all cred. Ranks, Yep, yeah, gone, so, out the window. But you're right, there may be other schools of thought out there that are like, good,
1: good. good. They don't know anything about Star Trek. <laughs> They're not that nerdy. Thank God, I can still listen to this show. Um, so, Oh yeah, back to magic. So I think that we should talk about uh, our friend uh, who wasn't sure whether or not he should put the uh, Fauna Shaman. Into his deck.
0: That was an interesting choice. It was. It was an interesting choice, and considering that he had two Lalanoir Elves in his deck, potentially three, and uh, I, he was obviously going with some kind of mana ramp strategy. I don't know what he was ramping toward, but the panicked look on his face—what uh, two minutes before the yeah, start—it was, it was awesome because what did we have? Fifty. 50 minutes to, right. to build the deck. I smoked like half a pack of cigarettes outside by the time
1: we started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. It was definitely some time and then just before he says, "Do you do you think I should put this uh Fauna shaman into the deck? That's a good card." Do you, do you, that's a good card. Should I put it in? Yeah, that that was that was impressive. And it was fun to see him scramble cuz yeah, that was great. He had the
0: look of like a um one of those bomb disarmers that was like right before he cut it. He went, "Wait, did you say the red wire?" <laughs> exactly. Like, it was one of those. It, it was, was. It was
1: exactly total that. Total frantic.
0: It was. It was a great look. And I don't know whether or not he ended up ever putting that faunish on Oh, he instead. did. Did he? He did. He, he actually was...
1: scrambled to get it in there. He's like, "What should I pull out?" Oh, and he showed me. I can't even remember what he showed me, but it was definitely a card that needed to be pulled out. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> know. Llanwar Elf three. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, that was interesting, and it, there were a few people that opened Bane Slayers. It was, uh, uh, you know, it was like little bombs of disappointment going on around me as people were like, "Oh, I got a Bane Slayer." I was like, "Oh, yeah, I got a Sun Titan." Huh? It, it, it's like it's like when you get the little wee whizzer that you get at a birthday party, the little wee, or for New Year's, you know, wee, it, and it doesn't work. It just goes. <laughs> That's that's. I, I think we should
0: get one of those for the next pre-release, and that way, when when the you know bombs start being opened all around you, you can give them the.
1: Yes, yeah, so the, yes, exactly. So that they can just. Yeah, and that would be great. Yeah, it was uh, the pre-release was kind of
0: fun. So Sun, Sun Titan was your was your biggest bomb that you cracked, probably.
1: Yeah, I, no, it, it was dumb of me. I didn't play with my biggest bomb. I I cracked a protean hydra. Oh. And I actually got an Elvish Arch Okay. And I had uh, some Greater Basilisks, uh, as well as uh, Garrick's companion, the one draw card, right? And 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 I had a pretty good green. I think I got three Fogs. I probably could have played a a Fog Crusher deck, and
0: and you would you would have been known as the Fog guy?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People, I'm the avoided. Fog guy. That's the Fog. Wasn't that guy. an '80s series? The, the Fog, fog guy? guy. Yeah, I think so. It was about a detective. Fog.
0: I'm attacking you with my fifteen fifteen tramp fog <laughs>
1: uh uh fog um so i I could have played that and I had an okay black pool i had some uh i think I had a doom blade or something like that, but I had an mm-hmm. okay black pool and and um so i went uh red white blue <laughs> yeah
2: that's good
1: yeah, and it was all right i mean. It, it it played I won my first round and lost the next four,
0: so was it i mean do you think that it was uh bad draws, just better
1: decks? what were you uh it was my not going green uh-huh i, I would pretty much attribute it to not going green uh-huh
3: if
0: you could have dropped one of those colors and gone with a tricolor you know deck that used green, would you have dropped
1: the red, white or blue? I, I don't know my patriotic level was really up that day and so I, I wasn't sure. I no, I I may have. I, and I, especially after looking at the pool afterwards, it was dumb. It was it was just one more of those moments that show that I'll always be a sub pro player.
0: Now, did you play in the M10 pre-release?
1: Uh yeah, I did play in the did M10. Did you pre-release.
0: do you feel that you fared better in the M10 than in the M11? <clears throat> do you remember I
1: I walked out of the M10 M M M10 M10 uh M10, the M10 pre-release. I walked out of the M10 pre-release. Uh, I was not doing very well at all.
0: <clears throat> but even and well, I mean, you weren't doing well with this one. But you stuck. You seemed to stick around a little more, just getting a feel for other decks out there,
1: <clears throat> other strategies. Well, I've. It just matters more to get that gameplay in now, especially this summer has been very busy, and there haven't been as many drafts. We've missed some of our drafts. Yeah, and, yeah. And that whole effect has been. You know, not having the games, it was nice to play for the whole day. And then the way that new games change their format so that they run it in smaller pods and more people get prizes, and we play five rounds. And I appreciate that five rounds is nice instead the, of
0: the prizes seem to be the prizes seem to be better. Do I have something hanging?
1: No, it's me. Uh, it's, oh, okay. It's me. I've I'm just, like... I got, I've got itchy nose syndrome. <laughs> <I thought> you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, it's, it's the cocaine I've been <laughs> doing. <laughs> Jeez, no.
0: I, I have. It's, it <laughs> no was like on the third time, I was like, "Okay, no, I have something hanging here. It's probably got a family and oh, kids God. by now, you know." No, it's a nervous habit for me to touch my face <laughs> while I'm talking. That is an excellent nervous habit, and I think you should become um, a speech activity judge so that you can watch people give speeches and just just touch away at them while they're up there. There is no better way to make a speaker uncomfortable. Yes. because they begin to be like oh shit oh. I have got an army of boogers hanging underneath I... my nose in front of 500 people
1: I don't know but I'm definitely gonna use it as a strategy the next time that I play in a in a heavy competition I'm gonna be like I I'm, I'm just gonna rub my cheek <laughs> stare stare at them and be like <laughs> it, it, yeah yeah and it
0: even works better like when you when you start to do it and then like, you know, give them the nonverbal that no, no, it's not a good idea to do it, and then, like, no, it is so bad, I'm going to have to do this <laughs> furtive movement in front of you because it just shows the hesitation, you know it's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. it's it's like tapping a land, you know how many times can you tap a land in live play with another player and untap it before that player? catches on that you're not doing anything for any particular reason at all.
1: That's interesting. I I wonder if you could, like, tap the land like you were going to tap it and then rotate it so it's upside down and then rotate it another quarter (laughs) so it's tapped the other direction and then put it upright and never look at your opponent while you're doing this. Just stare at the land (laughs) like you're really thinking about it. Turn it upside down, you know, turn it back around. Leave it like that and then go, oh, it's your turn. Uh-huh.
0: uh-huh. I like that. I like, yeah, some deep, deep meditation with the full circling of the cards. Mm-hmm. Uh quarter of a turn each time. I, in fact, uh, I think uh, that's what, uh, what's it, what's it, Zvi? 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 Ma, Zvi, Zvi? Ma? Zvi, Zvi Mashowitz does at the beginning of the, uh. At the beginning of the magic show, it shows him, like, twiddling this card back and forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think that's what he's doing, is I think he's kind of going through the, how many times can I do this before I really reveal to my opponent that I have absolutely no play here?
1: Do you think that's what they call the Nintendo system in, in, like, Switzerland? The JV? The JV? Let's play the the The, the, JV? the JV. Let's play the V. can't do it. I, I No, I can't speak like that.
0: What is your, what, what? what does your me look like on
1: your jv uh yeah so uh, so anything stand out for you in the pre-release um you know
0: i what, what stu- it was it was definitely just a pain in the you know you, it's that starting off strong and then just bombing at after a certain point you know no matter what you can do or Or you bomb, and what what my case was, was like I was winning, winning, you know, the sporadic game, which was just enough to keep my hope extended until I'm like, no, I've just, you know, lost, like, the last three rounds, and and now my deck's not working. Had a great time, though. Really thought that, um, that the players that we normally play with have stepped up their game tremendously, like it had been a while since some of the people that we had played against, you know, and it was just nice seeing, you know... Uh, getting beaten by them
2: Yeah
1: and it was interesting There weren't as many Children there uh, Yeah you know, It was kind of
0: Newer players Seemed to have Their own pod Like I noticed yeah. That she was like No you guys have been Playing at the shop For a while You guys are all In your pod mm-hmm. And these guys Never come down To the shop Never seen them before And you know and uh, many of those guys were new players you know
1: right it was kind of nice I noticed that they had she had a new player pod and I thought that was really cool because then they didn't face this ultimate competition where they they could get crushed and their hopes are, are totally. defeated they actually had a chance of playing against other people who were not as good at the game as, as the others and not saying that our pod is great at the game but right but some of them are man No,
0: I you know I, 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 there's something to be said I think for a small amount of moderate success when you first start playing magic like you do want to taste victory on occasion like I mean obviously everybody does but I think for a new player to jump in and just get beaten down right and left you know yeah you're going to get the real strong new players that come out of that and like screw it I'm playing magic until I win screw you guys and they end up becoming just me um but the other ones um I think the other ones get discouraged and that's why we have these I think that explains a lot of the gaps in play. Like you start talking to older players and it is very rare that you find someone that has played consistently for the last 12 to 15 years. You know, it's like everybody leaves, comes back, becomes Jerry Thompson, leaves, talks about leaving, never really leaves. Um,
1: right. I I like to refer to those as magic the college years. Uh-huh. Where <laughs> you know, we we experience life outside of, of magic. We all become Ozzy Osbourne on tour. This is
0: it! This is the last time! Except for next time and the
1: time after that. But for right now, this is
0: totally it. I'm done. Show uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, and it's like, well, Hey, what, what made you leave? Oh, I left because of those, you know, dumb snowlands and ice age, or I left because I, you know, Kamagawa really threw me for a loop and, you know, I, I stopped, be, you know, I stopped being a pro player because they printed GK. So like, yeah, they you, print, they you run into in some of those guys. Sure. There.
1: I can, I can hear it now. Some, some guys like, yeah, yeah. You know, they put in Bushido and I say Bushino. no, Bushi, no, mm-hmm, exactly. Um, so aside from that, yeah, no, the, the,
0: the pre-release was, was good. I had a really good time. I won absolutely nothing, uh, except for my first two rounds and then bombed the other three after that. Um, got my rare, I mean, my, 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 yeah, my rares that I cracked my packs after I cracked my packs, I got three of the five ley lines and it's like, I understand they want to, you know, show me the, the cycle, but, uh. I could have done without all three of the ley lines, of which I didn't play any of, and maybe should have played the blue. Don't know. I ended up playing uh, red, white. I went red, white in my deck, and I splashed, uh, I think I splashed black. It's it's been a few weeks now. I'm trying to remember, but it was decent. Saw some really interesting decks. Went up against a Titan deck. Some dude opened two Titans and had built around both. He opened the red one, the white one, the one that you got, and
1: then the red one, oh, yeah. and
0: managed to build a decent deck around it. <clears throat> you
1: know, I can see that. I won a play Yay! That was nice. Like the little raffles are the best, I think. You know, that that makes my whole experience there great. It's lucky that they gave it my name to me earlier. I probably would have left early. Instead of taking a beating against my record, but the, it's of the dragon. It's this really nice one of the dragon from uh, M eleven, right? Yeah. yeah, that's the M eleven dragon. Exactly. The I the keep wanting to say Morden, Morden, but that was the one before it. Yep, that was the one before it. Uh, but yeah, that was nice. Enjoyed yeah.
0: it. I, you know, I didn't realize what a sick card he was when he first came. When I read him in the pre-read, I thought it was just like dragon with fire breathing, and I'm oh. like, oh, yay! Don't really need this. And then you showed me the card, and I'm like, oh, that's not fire breathing. That's a totally different ability. It's, that is it's very, targeted very cool. fire breathing. It is targeted fire breathing, um, and you're allowed to choose more than one.
1: Yeah, as much mana as you have. Yeah, I'm going to deal this much to that creature. I'm going to deal one and one and one and one to that creature. I'm going to I'm gonna deal one and one and one to that creature. Seven mana. There it is. He's attacking. You know, I do want
0: to bring up something about pre-releases that I think, you know, not too many people do. Is like, when we went to this pre-release, how many damn people played Blue-White, right? Everybody and their mother played blue right at this pre-release, you know, except us. But, uh, you know, I mean... It, 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 I played Blue-White. Oh, you played blue right, but you splashed a third. I splashed Red. You splashed Red. Um, it just... You know, it was like everybody, which was making me think that a lot of people had opened up crap blue-white cards and were building crap blue-white decks. And I think that a trend should be started where you look up the caravan herders of a block, the lowest of the low. I mean, just the, you know, or maybe not even the lowest of low, but maybe like the upper of the low so that, you know, on a green, you know, in a blue moon situation... Uh, you might play this, you know, one copy of this card in a really bad, you know, limited constructed deck or something. Limited or constructed deck. Um, Where am I going with this? I'm going here. That we need to start trends of showing up and really, really um, uh, insisting that mediocre cards
1: are bombs. Well... Potentially, I mean that's that's how the, the our pre release got played. I think it was mediocre bombs. You know, if there wasn't, yeah, I mean, if there wasn't
0: such a value attached, I think it would be awesome to be, you know, really trying to convince people that.
1: Um... Well, when, when, on the next pre release, I highly, I, I I suggest that we do a uh, you could play this.
0: You could play this yes. scenario. So, I could see this being played with a...
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's not give too much away, but but before Scars of Mirrodin, you can definitely expect us to talk about what you could play. Let's ponder that for
2: a minute while we go to this break. This is Pete Redleach once again here to tell you about a new premier exclusive all foil from the vault set that will be sure to set you on a heavenly plane of mass indifference. From the vaults, crap features 150 of the finest specimens of crap that you would never even consider flinging at an opponent. As such... This set is a must for any serious and competitive player. Some of the utterly shameless pieces of cardboard dung you simply won't find anywhere else include Kegger, Jandor's mother, Khan's Pet Rock, Congester, Mistress of the spontaneous ooze, G-string of Yodmoth, Mock's Turquoise, Mini Ornithopter, Chase's Brain Fart, the Stapeft Marshmallow Titan, the Tennessee Titan, and the all-new old drowsy god—it that puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> Beyond this, one lucky customer of FTV Crap will also win an all expenses paid trip to North Dakota, where you will team up with Pro Tour legend Conley Woods and study the advanced mating rituals of local flora, fauna, and inbreeds. All of this crap can be yours.
1: So, uh, dude, did you get your hands on any uh, crystal balls yet? No, I have not had a chance to touch or even see
0: those balls yet.
1: You didn't see any of those balls at the pre-release? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, that's the
0: artifact? Right. No, actually, lots of, people, lots of people were playing with their balls.
1: Yeah, they were. I saw them all over the... Like I said, they were all over the battlefield. Well, they were, you know, yeah, they were there. I, uh, as usual, had no balls. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> okay, enough. So... What were we talking about? Um, oh yeah, why crystal ball and how we figure that they're naming things so easily? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like okay, we need a uh, we need a card. We need to design a card that allows you to somehow uh, foretell the future. And then some other guy in the room is like, yeah, for like two colorless, it's an artifact. And He's like, yeah, perfect. It needs to be like a like a crystal ball effect. Stone palm reader. No. Crystal ball. We'll call it crystal ball and people will love it. They will love it. They'll be touching their ball, they'll be summoning their ball,
1: searching their ball. They'll be scrying with their ball. Scrying with their ball. Um, hopefully, they use sleeves so they don't get ragged balls. Yes, you do not want scuzzy looking balls. No, you've got to protect your balls. <laughs> Very important to protect your balls. Like maybe even using Marble Cup. Ooh, I like that. Good synergy. Ooh, yeah. Gain one life, scry for two. Protect your boss. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, oh my lord. Yeah, it's interesting how they're naming things lately, like, uh, say, mass polymorph. Hmm, yes,
0: yes. Imagine a spell that worked like polymorph, but you could use it on a mass scale, so it wouldn't
1: just be one creature. Ooh, ooh, what we should call it... We should call it Transcendent Beasts. I don't think so on
0: this one, Bill. I think we're going to call this one Mass Polymorph. Doesn't that have a ring to it?
1: And then Mark Rosewater is, is there in the corner, and he's like, he points the finger and gives the wink, and that's and where the Mass name Mass
0: Polymorph it is.
1: Good, good. Um, yeah, it makes me think that maybe in the future we'll see things like uh, named Destroy Target Non-Black Creature.
0: Uh Uh-huh. I like that. I like that. Destroy Instant, uh, called Destroy Non-Black Creature, and the card reads, Destroy Target Non-Black Creature. I like that. Yes. It's got good consistency. Very flavorful. New players are going to instantly be able to tell what it does, and what its name is.
1: That's very true. Which is a
0: problem for a lot of us Magic players. We have, we have problems you know, remembering the names and we're talking to somebody else about our new deck list. We can't remember that card. It drives both people insane. This just eliminates that problem. No,
1: I don't think that drives people crazy because it always feels like a game show at that point. It's always like, um, you know that one card that was in, uh, I think it was either Lorwyn or Shadowmore. It was a uh, Black Green. Una's Hors- Horsetooth. Uh, no, that's not it. Uh, you, you have 15 seconds. Uh, Palaka Scourge. Um, no. That wasn't it either. It, it was uh, a rhyme
0: of the submariner.
1: Um, that's maybe you're getting warmer. It seems like uh, it was a merfolk card with the fish. Bleh. Times up. Yep, it's uh It's. It, <laughs> I like that game. <laughs> it personally. is fun.
0: It is fun. But this is just going to add a lot more clarity. That new blue, uh, the new blue spell. Uh, what is it? Uh,
1: I don't remember that one. But the white one. The white one comes to mind instantly. Gain one life.
0: Gain one life. That's right. It's for one, right? One right. white, one, one white. Life. Gain one life. Gain one life. It's pretty self-explanatory.
1: It is. And the flavor text is, uh, you just gained a life. You
0: just gained a life um, in italics there.
1: Um, but the blue one is definitely, uh, it's got to be something like uh, counterspell. Ca- that's what it is. Counterspell. That's oh, right. It yes, that's it, is. it is. It is. It's counterspell, uh, two blue, counterspell
0: flavor text, Counter spell. Congratulations, you just counter spell.
1: Right. So, uh. I, I it's interesting. I might be able to do that job. Uh-huh. Um, so if Wizards is looking for uh, anybody to do that job, uh, I better look. Maybe there's an uh, an online hiring thing. It's it's hard work to name cards like that.
0: You know, to really really come across cross with a clear title of a card that immediately uh, players can identify with, associate, and even guess as to what it does. I
1: have a good idea right now. A uh, uh, three three beast. Ooh It's a green card.
0: I was gonna say green, I bet you. I bet yeah. you it's green. See, this is where this is where I think magic is, is right on. That this is where the game is really going. So three three beast. Three three beast. So like it'd be like T H R E E dash
1: T H R E E beast? Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Yes. It's the three three beast. Uh huh. And is that a vanilla creature? Uh I, I don't know. Is vanilla mean only of
0: one color? Now see that's something else that they could clarify. Like if they came out with like a say a um, a 2-2 two, two beast, like if you had a 2-2 two, two beast, uh-huh. um, but maybe it was 2-2 two, two vanilla beast, but it was green. So people are like, oh, vanilla doesn't just mean white, right. which is, you know, can, can be, you know, can it's, be. It's, it's
1: definitely an area of confusion. I, I don't know what to do about that area for myself. Like I, I haven't quite clarified that. 5-5 five, five flying chocolate. Uh, yeah. I'll bet that there's only DCI judge, like D, level 5 DCI judges know the truth of the vanilla
0: Right, right, and and
1: know what happened to chocolate and strawberry. Right, because Neapolitan. I always want to say Napoleon, Napoleon. But that's the wrong thing. I'm gonna have some Napoleon ice cream. Um. So yeah. So the pre-release was good. M11 so far. How do you feel about M11? um
0: you know it seems like it is it is um it's there
1: really it's it's it is our core set it 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 has occurred it has occurred the cards are present
0: i feel like i should be more excited about it than i am i got that feeling and i have that feeling sometimes with sets and then later on i'm wrong um my benefit is that i did not play a lot of m10 uh you're hearing that here first time folks M10 I did not play a lot of, so M11 I think is a little more open to me than M10 because I can stand to get, you know, the 35th, 36th copy of that card as opposed to other people who are on their thousand and first.
1: Yeah, that's uh there's a definite, there. there's a, a huge, I think one of the rows in one of the white boxes in the Turcucci family magic box, uh, I think one of those rows is the M10 row.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So if you're missing any commons or uncommons from M10, it's probably there in that. box.
0: I mean, all of these these commons that are going to need houses from,
1: like, Tenth, from... Well, I think that we could actually send them to some place. I think that they should be pressed. Actually, that's it. They should be pressed into plywood. Like, all the commons, all of the unused commons. Pressed into
0: plywood to build houses Mm -hmm. for the homeless. Exactly. Oh, my God. That is like... Somebody do that. Please, somebody do that. That would... That would redeem all of those commons. It would it would give them a purpose. It would give all of us a purpose. That just sounds phenomenal.
1: Mm, or I'm, maybe I am really
0: behind that movement.
1: Or even even taking them and and shellacking them onto somebody's wall. Uh huh. Like the new magic common card wallpaper.
0: As a, um, I like it. I like it. Um, it would definitely be unique to walk into somebody's house and see that for their. Are you talking about leaving the actual cards there or just breaking it all down? No, leaving the actual cards Cards up. Mm -hmm. Uh So you'd always have people over at your house in a constant, God, did I used to play with that card kind of mindset? Exactly. You know, pointing at like certain spots in your wall and being like, What set was this? Nice coffee table. What set was this? Oh,
1: that's even better. Maybe they should be pressed into coffee tables. Mm. I mean, there's there's probably 100,000 uses for commons. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and for me, it's actually getting into the rares. I'm, ai uh, one of my first packs I opened up, I think my sixth Honor of the Pure. No, it, I take that back, because I have two full play sets of Honor of the Pure. <laughs> it was my ninth Honor of the Pure. Uh-huh. And that kind of made me sad in a, in a really depressed way. That's, that's...
0: Rough, and yeah, right, it's back, isn't it? Yes, it is.
1: Yeah, and exactly, because I got it in M11, you know, it was there, and I got another Elvish Archdruid, I think that makes three over, but I still don't have a Baneslayer. Although I'm hopefully going to be able to uh, uh, trade up at some point. Only you can prevent multiple printings. You're absolutely right. Only we can prevent multiple printings. You know... Hmm. (sighs) Vote no on Proposition... M12. Yeah, multiple printings. They they get a little bit old. Uh, you know, I have plenty of most of the cards. Although, it's nice that they put Scry back in. Scry is awesome. There's a lot of cards that haven't been there because of that being gone for quite a while. And and there's good things going on. The Titan cycle is pretty flavorful. The ley lines can be useful. I see them getting play. I like that they reprinted the, the Bloodthrone Vampire. I uh-huh. think that was a cool move.
0: Um, what do you think about them cutting uh, Nocturnus out of the out of the set? I mean,
1: I uh, time I'm,
0: to move on, or would you have liked to see him again?
1: Uh, he could he could take a break. I uh-huh. think it's okay. You know, they they captivating does some stuff. It's good. Uh, yeah, maybe with
0: uh, I mean, you know, it, it almost makes you wonder. Like, okay, so they drop Nocturnus, they pick up Captivating, and then like. Okay, so when M12 hits, they bring back Nocturnus and they drop Captivating so that you have, like, another very intense month and a half of hot vampire on vampire action.
1: That's interesting. It might be the whole, uh, maybe they bring another vampire out and it's like a long line of vampire relationships for, like, three months. Yes.
0: If they're going to do that, then I think they've got to go whole cow and start making them legendary and start naming them. So that you can have, like, this total offset of, like, you know, start bringing over the VTES people into Magic, you know, the vampire card slingers. Oh. And have, start having, you know, oh, that was, that was from the Vorthoth mm-hmm. cycle, where Vorthoth was the legal... I don't know why I'm saying Vorthoth. I think it's because... I've noticed that there are a lot of, like, well, we we need a new name, so let's just take one of the letters out of our old names that we used to use. Like, say, Gruul and Ghoul, <laughs> which caused me endless problems while I was drafting Zendikar. It's like, Gruul Draws. Why do you keep saying Gruul Draws? Gruul Draws. Because Gruul was a clan in Ravnica.
1: Ravna-pact-descension. Ravna-pact-descension.
0: Ravna-pact-descension.
1: Yes. So, that was a great set.
0: Yes. Totally, totally agree.
1: Uh, so one of the things that happened at the pre-release, and that's revolving around M11, and the very strong importance of it, is the absolute necessity for us to play in a very important thing that's coming up here at the end of the month on something like July 31st, which would be the last day of July, uh, that we were told about for uh, us, it's the first time it's ever happened in Humboldt County. It's a very interesting it's huge. thing. It's, it's huge it's, for us. It's, I mean, it's, like it's to big. get
0: something this big yes. where we are is huge.
1: It's incredible. There, uh, there could be uh, people there. We, you know, we've seen people before. Yes.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, people are very visible. Um, but for the first time ever in Humboldt County, we're gonna get a uh, Grand Prix trial. Yes.
0: Yes. And what this trial will consist of, we don't know. Well, actually, we do know it's going to be a sealed tournament with <laughs> M12, M11. Shit, I'm even... I'm missing a course in here. M12? I'm already really? on M12. I'm
1: we like, yep, it's M11, done. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moving on. <laughs> Lightning Bolt. At least I got a lightning bolt. A
2: titan against a titan.
1: <laughs> oh yes! Whoa! <laughs> Sorry, that was a spoiler.
0: <laughs> um, but he'll 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 freeze your creature. So he'll tap your creature down. I'm thinking about calling him Frost Titan.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. Uh yes, so Grand Prix, Grand
0: Prix Portland, which will be the you know, which which is giving us this this thing that they're doing locally a lot more weight, considering that we could potentially, if winning first place, get three buys at Grand Prix Portland. And I noticed that Channel Fireball had the very same thing this last weekend. Mm -hmm. So does that mean there's going to be like this whole block of players showing up with three buys? Yes. Rough. Yes. I mean, that's going to be crazy. That means there's going to be a whole ton of players that have got to fight through those first three rounds and then deal with brand new, fresh players that have spent the first three Rounds, you know,
1: eating donuts, going over playlists. Right. Watching other people play. Yes. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a helpful thing. And they're giving prizes, of course, so if you don't get first, at least you might get some packs.
0: Yeah, that'll but be happy. That, that will be happy.
1: I'm going to definitely try my very best. I'd like to get a little bit more experience in. Hopefully, we'll be drafting this Sunday. Um, that's let's hope it's been a while. It'll be that'll be nice. It has been it has been a while. Different commitments
0: and summer schedules and people vacationing and needing, you know, all kinds of going places and all sorts of things. It's it's it has been rough to draft. And and people are fiending. Like I'm getting just like these This is the problem if you do set up a draft group is that you're going to get these calls. Hi. I haven't heard from anyone in like four weeks. Is the draft group still going? Because I really need to see some cardboard. And you feel bad for him. It's like, geez, you know, sometimes that person is
2: me.
4: Ah, oh, turn that crap off. Now that's better. Do you know me? I'm Shecky Cardra, and I was once a pro card player in such games as MapleStory. Pokemon, the Lost Tribes of Pikachu, and versus But I am most well known for being the CEO and business titan of Mages of the North Coast. Some of you have voiced your concern over the potentiality of you actually being able to get your hands on a From the Vault Crap Collector's Pack. Mm-mm. As we are only releasing a limited print run of 15. You will be happy to know that we have doubled the run to 30. Oh,
2: man.
4: If you would like to own one of these sure to be collector's items, please send us your order in the form of a gold tablet, etched with a unicorn horn, dipped in the blood of a thousand orphans. Oh. We're sorry, but we cannot accept orders from humans. Thank you for your time and not wasting mine. This has been Shecky Drop. Nobody know where the Maalox is. All right, we're
1: back and we've we've sort of pulled it together that uh, last little segment was uh, kind of rough, but I think we're doing all right. Um, we uh, we're trying to beat through a show so that we can actually get it all together at one point.
0: Right. You know, we 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 have uh, we have consistency and you know, we're trying to make sure that there's not a year in between episodes. Right. That'd be kind of rough for the show, I think. And
1: it would be. Just have an annual show.
0: Oh, and that you know, shout out to that player that likened our show to smoking crack. That was a wonderful comment. I really, really thought that was that that was much appreciated. And I'm sorry, I'm not recalling your email name, but uh, uh, that, yeah. you know who you are, and we thank you for the for the comment.
1: Definitely, and and just like really good crack dealers, we hold out and uh, make you uh, fiend more. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Sometimes we go to. <laughs> extreme lengths I was gonna say Texas but then I didn't want there to be an association between crack and Texas of which I'm not against but if they want to do it that's fine that's their own
1: issue I, I'm, I'm kind of against crack
0: I I yeah I understand I I it's not a good thing it's yeah. not a good thing but you know it's Texas what are you gonna do
1: so uh yeah Portland Portland is not in Texas. Portland is where the Grand Prix will be. That's on September 11th, right? Yes. The Weekend of September 11th. Really? I
0: believe so. 9/11? I believe so.
1: Huh. Well, well you know, hey,
0: I'm
1: I'm pretty sure that that's the that's the deal.
0: <laughs> the 9/11 Grand Prix. No, call it something else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I'm I'm is pretty. It? Sure. Wow. I you know what's weird is that I've looked on it at the calendar and a lot of times and maybe this is like. Nine Eleven is beginning to work its way out of my conscience because I didn't pick up that it was Nine Eleven.
1: Yeah, it was interesting. That's that's one of the reasons that I'm remembering it uh, is that that's that's what it was. I don't know. Yeah, and yes, indeed, it is definitely September Eleventh and Twelfth. Wow. Wow. Well, kudos, you know, kudos to them. It's like, you know, we need to, we need to have other events
0: and, you know, still remember what happened. But at the same time, it's like, you know, we need to move on with our lives. And that's
1: a great way to show that we're doing it, I think. I agree.
2: I um, definitely agree.
1: Um, so Portland? So Portland. Uh,
0: we we Grand definitely... Prix, have never been to a Grand Prix. I personally have never been to a Grand Prix before. Have you been to a Grand Prix? No, never been to a Grand Prix. Wow, so this will be our first Grand Prix. It'll be Dredging for Humor's first main competition. We're talking about maybe podcasting from there, which will probably be about 20 minutes from some cafe after we've both sucked out at the Grand Prix. Two bitter people talking about all the hate. and I hate I'm it. an optimist folks.
1: I <laughs> Wow. That was painful. Like was... my heart was like drag your face across this broken glass.
0: <laughs> wow. Sorry about that. I was just thinking that, you know, maybe well maybe that is. Maybe that is the lily on our pile of shit. Is that we can always look forward if we do not do well at the grand prix to having more time to podcast or doing the show from from portland i mean i'm i'm looking forward to playing and you know i'm not necessarily looking forward to doing great but i am definitely looking forward to seeing i want to see some of these people i want to see some of these people that i've been listening to endless podcasts from not oh, yeah. just ourselves but like you know who you are like big head joe and Ricky Hayayashi. Uh-huh. And I want to meet some of these people. I mean, I really want to like at least get their autograph. Well,
1: you got a chance to meet Ricky down in
0: I've talked to Ricky yeah. before, but the next time I see Ricky, I'm gonna act like I've never met him and just see how he acts. I see. I think that's gonna be my mind, because I really want his autograph. So it's you know, I love you, I love you on uh what's their show called? Judge Cast. Judge Cast is phenomenal. Ricky, please, 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 please sign my pro player.
1: You know, uh I, tip card. I, I just thought of another brown card. Uh, interesting. Yeah, while well, you were talking about all of that. Uh huh. It was a, a brown nose. Brown nose. Yeah, brown nose. Yes, target pro player
0: signs card. Uh <laughs> wow, that's that's a great brown card. Um yeah. So so um uh but like I uh, trick like I want to meet Trick Jarrett Mananation. I saw Mananation's going to be there. I wouldn't mind meeting him. I'm not so much wanting to meet the pro players as I want to meet some of these people that are keeping the community alive oh, in, in various. I, I want to meet Conley. Great if yeah if I could meet one pro player he would be it I would like to buy Conley a burger yeah I would he would would be a great Conley if you're hearing this and you have time in Portland and we can you know hook it up if you wouldn't mind kicking it with two old noobs I would be more than happy uh, to buy you a burger sir Um, because he would be a cool cat I love listening to him and watching his his draft videos on channel Fireball are probably in my opinion the best draft videos that I've ever seen just listening to him talk and listening to him you know slam people from North Dakota I love it can't get enough more North Dakota hate
1: absolutely
0: we love you Tom
1: <laughs> yes so so that's the goal is to go to the Portland Grand Prix and we want to hit voodoo donuts uh,
0: maple bacon that's mm. all I've heard
1: oh <laughs> Oh, it, Newbie. It's Newbie that's calling. Newbie. Hello? Well, hey, hold hold on a second, okay? Hold on. Are you there? Are you still there? Are you working on the show? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're working on the show.
2: Didn't pick up the phone?
0: Hey, Newbie. No, I didn't hear the phone ringing.
2: Mom.
0: So, uh, so Hello. how you how doing? Did
2: you get over there. What? When'd you get over there?
1: When did I get over here? Yeah, I've been here since like six thirty.
2: Yeah. Oh wow, how's
1: it going? Uh, it's going all right. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing okay. All
2: right. Do you, do, you, do you need
1: some? Do you need a third? Uh, yeah, I guess if you want to come over and, and record some of the show with us, that'd be great. I don't want to hear again. I'm sorry, newbie. Uh, you're more than welcome. In fact, I would appreciate it if you came and recorded some of the show with us. Okay, ask the dude. Dude, it's okay
0: if it becomes... It works for me. Don't bring... Don't bring that rats
3: deck.
2: <laughs> I don't want to hear it works for me. I want to hear it. We really need you, there.
0: <laughs> we really don't need your relentless rats deck, noob. <laughs> you're an
2: asshole. <laughs>
1: I love you, too, dude. All right. I'll see you in a bit. Okay, like what? Fifteen, twenty. how long are you
2: going to be there? You got to work in the morning
1: or what? Yeah, I got to work in the morning. You're going to be here in, what, like 15 minutes?
2: Uh, 20. Okay, that works. Okay.
1: See you soon. All right. Bye. So, uh, newbie's on his way. That'll be great. That'll be great. Um, do you want to... What were we talking about? Uh, before the call, <laughs> yes. Um, Portland Maple Bacon Donuts. Oh, yes, Voodoo Donuts. And then the phone rang because it was like Voodoo Donuts, Maple Bacon. <laughs> da, 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 da. Phone <laughs> is ringing now. Um, yeah, that. So that absolutely got to go to Voodoo Donuts. Uh, I have a couple friends that just moved up there, so I'm, I'll be able to see them and and hang out after I wash out. Uh huh. Oh, cool. Very cool. Very cool. So, um,
0: there was something else that I heard about Portland that I, oh, Powell's, how could I forget Powell's? Powell's Books, from what I understand, is the mecca of bookstores, and you must make the track, and so I've...
1: I, I've actually been in Powell's.
0: And, and is it everything that I've ever heard?
1: Uh, just, it's the smell of old books. Man. It's, it's like library without the smell of children. That is better than crack. Yes. It's amazing. Powell's is by far one of my favorite stores ever. I'm actually going to try to see if I can't find a book that I haven't been able to find forever while I'm there. Oh, what is it? It's called The Lucid Dreamer. The Lucid Dreamer. Listeners,
0: if you're sitting there and you look over at your bookshelf and you're seeing a copy of The Lucid Dreamer that you no longer wish to have, mail it to us at Dredging for Humor.
1: Yeah, actually, if you want to email me and you want to get rid of that book, because if you bought it and read it, you probably know why I'd want to read it and see it again. Um, (laughs) Don't want to sell it. (laughs) And probably don't want to sell it, but if you contacted me, I could be interested. Sweet,
0: sweet. So you're listening to Dredging for Craigslist. (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that. (laughs) That was my bad.
1: No, no, that's good. No, I'm totally for Dredging for Craigslist. Let us know, lucid dreamer. Yes.
0: I'm also looking to hubcaps for a 57 Chevy. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm not.
1: Uh, Yes. Why not? Uh, What else would be good? Michael Jackson posters. Michael Jackson posters. Uh, The
0: original ET poster with
1: the ETLP. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) I wouldn't mind seeing that. Or uh, what else could I use in my life right now? Uh, Ottoman for a Papasan. Mm-hmm. I could use one of those.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, any excess Bane
0: Slayer Angels you might not be using or don't want, mail right. those in. And
1: if you don't have those, uh, Venge Vines would work. Sure, um, you sure. Know, I, we, 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 can can, we can make them. We can make work. Right. Yeah, absolutely. What else are we talking about? Uh, so Portland,
0: looking forward to the Portland Grand Prix. Lots of people going to be there. Lots of dealers are going to be there. It'll be interesting. You know, part of the reason is that... We are in the middle of hell right now. What is up with all these frickin' extended changes? Like, we just lost half plus, more than half. We lost like 75% of the world of magic. Just got stuffed into this box called Vintage Legacy. Vintileg. Leg Event. Leg They're all Leg Event cards.
1: Leg Event Sentinel? Leg <laughs>
0: Event Sentinel. So, I mean, it's it's just, you know, it's like nobody, all the dealers, like, I, I, you talk to dealers and they're just like, they, they act like they're all just weird and stunned, deer in headlights. No, I don't really know how much I can sell that card to you for or what it's going to be worth and we're not taking any card... Uh, uh, Eudaimonia and Berkeley, uh, Newbie tried to sell some cards and they're like, we're not taking anything and for days until we can figure out what is up with this format, this format change. And I mean, from Wizards' point of view, I was listening to somebody the other night on one of the podcasts, I think it was Monday Night Magic, talking about, well, what do they care? What does Wizards care if we can't get a hold of any of the cards from, you know, Champions of Kamigawa? they're not printing any more Kamagawa cards. They don't want to print any more Kamagawa cards. They're done with Kamagawa. The best that they can hope for is reprinting some of the Kamagawa cards in a core set and we all go nuts over them and try to get
1: to oh, the Oh, I just thought of a better joke than Bushino. Bushido Bushino. No. Kamago away.
0: Kamago away. Yeah, that's Kama awesome. Go Champions of Kamago away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um <laughs> Uh, Ninjutsu... I can't come up with one for that. So, yes. Yoshi of the Lost Cards. I don't know. It just sounded good. Although, I did, like, Hitadescu's last rite. Hit
0: the Hitadescu. <laughs> hit oh, that card again? Hitadescu. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, it's like, uh, Wizards has no incentive to, you know, why would Wizards be promoting legacy why why is wizards promoting you know they make no money they've already sold these boxes that's the end of story and this move this format exchange this you know dumping all those cards into legacy and then having this very small extended which is really what this is all about is the new size of extended i, I hear people loving it and i can understand why i loving it i'm gonna play it better but but even though i'm gonna play it better uh I I disagree with it because it just the lockup it has put some of the dealers in right there is enough of a headache. It's like, well, we don't want that card because we don't know what's going to happen with that card. Right. So please, 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 Wizards... Figure out this new format, whatever it is. I don't care where you start it. I don't care whether you stop it, where you stop it, provided
1: that it's earlier than extended. I I think that the business plan goes deeper than that, truthfully, because (coughs) what, what they really, they do have to care about that secondary market. And the reason that they have to care about that secondary market is that those stores that sell the secondary copies, every store who has any stock, Sure. Of those old cards. Your Ravnica
0: Rares, your. Right, you know.
1: Any of them. What do those cards do? What they really do is they bring players into that store where they go, I really would like to trade for some of these cards, and while I'm here, I'm going to buy three or four packs of the current set. So. That okay. brings them in, like that's the deeper model but, that I see.
0: But why are the? I mean, why are these players trading for those cards? I mean, like, are they are they trading for those cards because they really want to play with those cards? Because and Wizards hasn't reprinted
1: them. No, no, no. They're yeah, they're trying to trade for them because well, they'll they'll probably come up with another thing, and so what they'll do in creating that next level, you know, uh, lega vent, leg lega vent. Yeah, whatever. What was that joke? Did I really just ask you what was that joke?
0: I I I think the joke was that it was called Leg Leg Event.
1: Leg Event Sentinel.
0: Okay, so like okay, so a card, um uh, for instance, okay, a, a pretty hot recent card that would no longer be an extended. That like, okay, doubling season. Doubling season from Ravnica. Pretty hot Ravnica, it's like a five to ten dollar card, usually ranges in between there. It is now lost to the vaults. It is now competing with, you know, Black Lotus and all the Moxes. And it's like, you know, why with the format so big, you know, I just I now don't see those doubling seasons. Nor it seems do the dealers leaving their shelves as they once, you know. So
1: wait, let me think this through real quick. So it's a six year plan. What what is M- Moreau's plan? It's a six year plan. That's what okay. I've heard anyway. Okay. So I- I'm always trying to figure these things out. I want to be inside the mind of Mark Rosewater. I don't know why, but I have an obsession about being inside the mind of Mark Rosewater. Uh-huh. I want to think like he thinks. Really so, pretty pink. So, ooh, so uh, so that I can foretell what's going to happen in future sets so that I can create better gameplay for myself. That's that's what I think. I think that he's the key like to like whatever it is. It's like some Nicolas Cage movie, and I'm Nicolas Cage, and what I need to do is get in the mind of Mark Rosewater and figure it all out.
0: You need to find the small Asian mystic boy who's about age
1: 12 and is
0: living within the body of Mark Rosewater.
1: Yes. So, so whatever that is, but what what it tells me, okay, so it's a six year plan. Uh-huh. Extended will now be three sets. Is that correct? It'll be well three blocks. So, Lorwyn, Shadowmoor, uh-huh. uh, Alara. Uh huh. It'll be four. It'll be four sets that are available in extended. The two in standard and the two previous, right. Oh, my plan just fell apart. I guess I can't think like Mark Rosewater yet, and so therefore I won't continue that thought. Go write a couple of Roseanne episodes. <laughs> yeah, that would do it! That is
0: brilliant!
1: Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, I, what would I have... Was his name? Tom? Tom, uh... Her husband's name was Tom. What was Roseanne's husband's name? Oh, Tom Arnold, but what was his name? John. His- was that oh, his um, name in the Bill show, Goodman. John Goodman? Right, but what was his character's name? What I, I just see her in bed
2: going,
1: and that was his name. <laughs> I, I, you know, that's not what I remember from that show. I remember Christina Applegate.
2: <laughs>
1: Dan, it was Dan. Dan. Before I even look it up, it was Dan. Dan. Dan, Dan, John was
2: Christina Applegate.
1: <laughs> Wasn't that her name? That's Married with children. children. Oh, that's the movie. That's the one I liked. <laughs> I can't I can't I have no movie memory. That's it's... that's why I'm the band.
0: You know, and Roseanne was good. Roseanne was a good show, but it was not Married with Children. Married with Children was a wonderful, amazing show. Yes. I remember laughing hysterically with my father over that show. It just it didn't pull any punches at the time and right. now it's now it's like totally mundane and Exactly. You know, it's it's everybody's like, used to it, but Al Bundy was like earth shattering when he came out. Everybody was like hell yeah, that's exactly how life is. This show doesn't try to bullshit me, and yes, my daughters a whore, and my son is always trying to get one over on people.
1: Right, and that's exactly how we like to uh, display this show, as uh, we tell it like it is, and uh, my son is trying to pull one over on me. We'll be right back after this break.
3: Introducing Wang, an exciting new alcohol-flavored beverage brought to you by the makers of Jane's Soda, Level Up Lager, and Hillstone Margarita Mix. It's wine-flavored Tang. Wine and Tang,
2: Wang!
3: You won't be able to resist getting together with your friends and slamming a few Wangs. Wang is not intended for consumption by humans. Wang is not responsible for poor gameplay. Wang won't make your bed, fold your clothes, or shower for you. Wang will make you stupid. Goddamn, Wang! Don't bog out that Wang! All right,
1: All right. well, we're, we're back and newbie has arrived.
3: I... Uh... Uh, that was kind of geeky, huh? You're, you're kind of geeky. I'm wasted. I, I thought so. <laughs> crabs game. Beers. 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 Baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Yeah, I was going to say you might want to qualify the Crabs game. I'm sure <laughs> <someone> <laughs> yeah. <have> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Humboldt Crabs is the baseball team. They are in Arcata, California, and uh, they're a long-running team. And uh, there's a topical cream for it, and they sucked. Like, oldest, oh my God! Oldest Even team, with the cream?
1: oldest farm yep. league team in the nation.
3: Yep, it's true. Really? Yes. I just had... like the minor theater is the oldest standing. Yeah, movie theater. We have old in the roots
1: up We do. We definitely yeah. do. Yeah. It's old roots. Can, can you see old. the
3: gray coming through with the dye there? Yeah, old roots. I'm saying.
1: Old roots. That required a visual that just wasn't there. Sorry. So what do we talk about? We talked about M eleven, we talked about the Grand Prix, we talked about the pre release. Yes. What should we talk
3: about now? What is M eleven all about? I haven't played a single M eleven card nor had my well no, I had my hands on your cards, but like what's what's going on there? M eleven
1: is uh another core set.
3: I know that, but I mean like what's cool? Um, yeah. So what
1: else what's are we gonna cool? talk about?
2: <laughs>
3: what's there's nothing cool in M eleven? Really? Nothing? What about the, the Sun Titan? You jizzed your pants when you saw it. You were like, I got a Sun Titan or something. I was uh, being facetious and sarcastic uh, in that moment. well, you didn't sound like it. That's
1: because I talk in a monotone voice. And you do it that. I do. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's, it's helped
3: me get through many situations in my life. Like, uh, <laughs> like not having to be a public speaker? Exactly.
2: <laughs> uh.
3: Uh... If only you could have seen the look on his face, ladies and gentlemen, it was fucking priceless. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh... So what's on the agenda? What do you guys got going on? Sun Titan is a brand of raisin. Right. Is it approved by the California Raisins? Do they do a claimation for the Sun... Let's do a claimation for the Sun Titan and, like, do the California oh, raisin song. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> I agree. We're in, in the California sunshine... <laughs> <laughs> right yes come on yes tell me that's not fucking awesome. are we that's, that's the second mind. time I've said fucking that oh, was yes. the third <laughs> what
1: <laughs> play two creatures now he's mine yeah that's, that'd be
3: great that, um, could, that could work it could ladies and gentlemen you heard it here first I knew we the dude original so did you bring the parody Bradstack? song the Bradstack fuck you that's four that's four F words really yeah Gosh. I'm counting. Wow. I know. Expellative. <laughs> Expellative <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it expletive? But yes. You, want, you but... wanted to expel it. I, I get it. I really I do. It sucked, but I got it. I'm not, I'm gonna be that guy tonight. You're always that guy.
2: Shut up. what? <laughs>
3: must... Stop it. Alright, so Hey, guess what you guys? He has a magic tattoo. I do. I have a platinum angel. We talked about that in the first episode. Oh, you did? And it's got magic
1: symbols on it and stuff. It does have magic symbols in, on it and stuff. We yeah. showed pictures of it in the audio podcast.
3: You did? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. How did you do that? I'm going to show it right now. See? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so people so, are going to start wondering. They want, they're want. they going to want to. You need to make a Flickr page, and that's the only picture on it. Yes, the band's Platinum Angel.
1: Check
4: out my Flickr account. It has one picture.
1: I should do push-ups for two weeks, though, you before totally so that my arm looks really bad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just
1: Or, like, just, just
3: arm lifts with that one arm so that I look... At least do that before I take the picture. Yeah, and that's your right, so, you know, I mean, that's good. Are you left or right-handed? Uh Ambidextrous. Yeah, you say that, but what's your preference? I usually use my right hand. Okay, there you go. Because it's it easy depends. to say ambidextrous, yeah. but I mean, is it true
1: bilateralism? Pretty, pretty much. I draw with my left hand when you I'm, do. yeah, when I'm drawing. I don't, I don't write with my left hand. Because I find it's easier not to get my hands all smudgy. But when drawing on certain pieces where I can't get to with my right hand, I'll finish a line with my left or use my left hand to create shapes. My left hand flows
3: better and it actually move, works better painting as well. I have a much smoother stroke with my left hand. Interesting. I use my left hand when I'm home alone in my room and thinking about how much I can get for my Jace. Mm hmm. I, I, yeah. <laughs>
1: I was going to go somewhere with that, but I don't think I want to give up those secrets. I don't think you do. I
3: I just did. So, all right. So you guys talked about M11. Yeah, and it wasn't very exciting. Okay. That's, they reprinted I'm sorry the Planeswalkers.
1: They named cards, silly names, uh, like Crystal Ball. Like, we need something. I, I can't react to the joke. Is it, is there a
0: it's joke? All, it's all your old favorites from Lorwyn.
1: Yeah, really?
0: Yeah, it's you know your Tattermunch
3: Duo. Well, no, Planeswalker wise, it's all your old favorites. Oh from no, I'm sorry, Planeswalkers. Whatever. Really tattermunch nice. Duo. Uh-huh. That was the coolest name card ever. Tattermunch Duo. Yeah. Yes, right. Because they they one guy was giving the other one a piggyback. It was so cute. It's oh, like wow. he's giving him a piggyback. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I know you're not feeling me. Um, no, I'm. I'm actually trying. It was a red, red, green. Was it or was it a red, black? And it was target player gets a piggyback. That was that was its ability. Uh-huh. It was like, come here, buddy. I'm gonna give you a piggyback.
1: The flavor text was no, really. No, really. Yeah.
3: No, really. Really. <laughs> no. No.
1: Really. So since you didn't bring the rats deck, we're gonna talk about this new constructed
3: deck that I threw together. Why would we do that? Because this is a show about magic. Who cares? The audience. Okay. There's four of them. I know. Really? Oh, you mean the people that leave comments? Yes. Ah. Right. Is I, this a little too irreverent right now? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, good. Um, you got something right there. I do? Yeah. yeah. Other side. I've been trying to tell him all night, but then I. There you go. i, <laughs> no, I, just I, know. I know. leave it there. I, know. I thought he was wearing eyeshadow, but, like, I'm like, Well, that was for wearing, our is... last show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you had to look good for the audio podcast. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Well, Can great. they see your platinum Dude, angel tattoo? <laughs> I
0: wear sunglasses when I play Guitar Hero. That is how cool I am.
2: Wow.
1: So yeah, yeah. I personally would like to talk about the
3: deck. Okay, are you okay with that? I'm fine. It's your deck. You built it. Maybe you're, after you're maybe the one. You're the one who wants to spread it all over the place. After the show, you have could, everybody touch your deck. You could. You could play it. You could play my deck after the I've, show. I've I've played your decks. I know. And, you know, remember remember, remember what oh, I said about your decks? But this is a fun deck. They were too clean. This is not remember that clean. That? It's not. No, it's
2: no. not that clean. It's kind of
3: dirty. Oh no,
1: it is a little, a little dirty.
3: dirty. It's yeah. pretty dirty. It's mostly black. It is
1: mostly black. It's, it's got a splash you know, of red. It does have a splash of red. Mm-hmm. I see that. Splash of red. Okay. For hissing iguana. I know. I love the iguana. I love the iguana, too. And the blightning.
3: And the blightning. So tell us about your deck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, my deck. So I've been playing around with it for a while because it came out of a draft. What really happened was I got a couple of Bloodthrown Vampires and a Mortician Beetle in this draft. And it it became this very strong uh, winning deck. And I had a couple Pawn of Ulamogs and a Cadaver Imp in that deck as well. And just the synergy between all of the recursion and the ability to sack and get it back and then playing around with the spawn tokens from the Pawn of Ulamog were Mm. really strong. And, uh, so the Mortician Beetle, of course, you know, it reads that whenever a player sacrifices a creature, so it could be your opponent as well. So I threw the Gatekeeper of Malakirs in there, so Mm -hmm. they had to sacrifice creatures, and when they sacrifice, Mortician goes up a little bit.
3: Um, But isn't, I mean, he's, I mean, admittedly, he's a one-drop. Yeah, he's a one-drop. Right. But, I mean, don't you think, can you give him Trample or anything? It's not necessary.
1: He's just a large, strong creature that just keeps coming. How would he do against a... Uh, Terminate, will that kill a black creature? Uh, Terminate, <coughs> I can't remember. Does Terminate kill a black creature? It's black-red, so it should, yeah. I think it's just destroy target creature.
3: It cannot regenerate. Mm-hmm. Yep, it cannot be regenerated. It's like one colorless, one black, one red, right? It no, black? no it's, red. it's just black and black, red. red. Okay.
1: But the thing is, is like, yeah, that'll destroy it. It was cool, because it. it looked mm-hmm. like a Kithkin burning. And that's that's true, it'll destroy it, but that's why I put Gravediggers and Cadaver mm-hmm. Imps in there, because... Nice. The recursion is is awesome. You know, I can yeah. get
3: back the mortician beetle if I need to. Um, so, but you're kind of depending. Well, okay. You, so you've got gatekeepers and blood thrones. Are those the only conditional? Are the non-conditional sacrifices that you have in the deck?
1: No, because I'm playing Consuming Vapors for my, against my opponents, too, which is they uh, sacrifice a creature, right. and then they sacrifice another creature. Nice. And then I okay. th- and, th- and, and then then,
3: the Iguanar is nice for that extra little bit of damage. Right. Yeah. And then the Vampire Hexmage
1: mm-hmm. can be sacrificed at yeah, any time. Yeah, sacrifices to itself. Okay. Right. And then Pawn of Ulamog, when right. any of these are going away, I'm getting, you know, Man. mana and mm-hmm. Sacrificeable Creatures.
3: Yeah. So it's a really nice, oh, quick beatdown. Wow, how is that on the ramp? Uh, it's if the, you get the pawns out, maybe it's a little more rampable, but that's turn three. But so. you don't
1: need the ramp. Actually, it's yeah, got a four curve.
3: I was going to say, it's, and then the four is the height. So what do you got that's four? The Gravedigger, yep. the Vapors. And that's it. That's and that's four. it. And then three, you've got the Narnar, and you got the Ulamagian. And the Gatekeeper. And, then every, and the Gatekeeper. Yeah, for the Kicker. and, every, and Oh, and, and the Lightning and everything else is dose or uno right but i also
1: threw the lava claw reaches in there because is man, that lands, man land? Yeah, yeah man lands are badass and and a pumpable man land is a pretty strong thing too yeah and because the curve is so oh, low oh my god especially oh no but it's not colorless so the it is this, it this is, is colorless to pump How uh, to to turn it into a man land it costs one colorless one black and one red uh-huh. but then its pumpable ability
3: is x it's just colorless x what yes no yes Okay, that just made this deck really freaking hot. Right? It's just that extra little beater. It actually Ooh. did help me win a game earlier. What yeah. were you playing against? The vampires,
1: dude's vampires. Really? Yeah. Did it was it smiting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. the first game he had me on the ropes and I was able to uh consuming vapors
3: most of his creatures away. How conditional? How conditional though? I mean like I mean I'm looking at it and I'm like I'm thinking the conditions are pretty nice, but I mean how narrowly focused is it? So you have a little bit of removal. Hex Mage, Consuming Vapors, uh, Blightning. No, Blightning's not even removal. That's it, really, that you have for removal, right? Gatekeeper and Blightning? or Not Blightning, I'm sorry. Well, no. Um, Gatekeeper and Consuming consuming Vapors. vapors. But it's the recursion.
1: So I have, theoretically, I have six extra Gatekeepers
3: with a Cadaver Imp or a Gravedigger. How many Gravediggers and Cadaver Imps are you running? I have three Gravediggers and four Cadavers in here. Hmm. And that Flying is probably nice.
1: Yeah, the little bit of flying blocker is good, yeah. definitely. But then it's all about the hissing and guanar, because yeah. there's all kinds of sacrificing and right. creatures dying. Like, you get
3: him down to two, and i are like, I've got two creatures, you're dead. Right, and he becomes very important, so he draws a little bit of the fire away, too. So, Have you considered an instant or a sorcery that allows you to sacrifice, I mean, other than consuming vapors? I don't know. I it, this is the first little throw together of it. These were the cards that kind
1: of felt like needed to be into it. I mm-hmm. think I did realize that I want to put Blade of the Blood Chiefs in here. A uh, couple of blades, yeah, because they says the creature that goes to the graveyard, and if it's on a vampire, it gets yeah, yeah or it. on any creature. Give me any creature is uh, you know a even grippy. a one one, yeah, even a one one, yeah. So that's huge. Yeah. One counter and then you're dumping three or four sacrificial spawn and then the, to the blood throne and
3: you got five and, vampires, an imp, an insect, and a zombie. Mm-hmm. for your creatures. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's always a party. it and a really is.
3: And I have a lizard.
1: You two have a lizard. I was trying to ignore the Narnar. Yeah, actually, I built this deck
3: specifically to piss my girlfriend off. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'd like to refer you now to episode one of Newbie and the Dude. Now, have you have you
0: had a chance to play, like, with any of the man lands? Have you, like, built any decks with her? or played? What about the woman lands? Have you tried the woman lands?
3: I've tried the transgendered lands.
0: Uh, and? Wow. I'm telling you, they, these are the most <laughs> underrated
3: cards in the format. You know, totally you may, underrated. I I got some serious man love. I'll even deepen my voice and put on a country twang to say it. <laughs> but I'll tell you, That Glipsa, those Glipsa lands? Woo wee. Uh-huh. Uh uh Priscilla Queen of the Manlands. Hello. There you go. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> uh RuPaul. RuPaul the island. <laughs> The island of RuPaul. Oh man, no, RuPaul's a swamp honey, because you could get lost in that shit. <laughs> wow. And so, yep, we were obviously done talking
1: about the deck because the downfall of this, or the decline, I should say, of this conversation is is rapidly. Oh my god. Rapidly guys, going downhill, declining. You know, like uh, like it's a uh, yes. It,
0: Although, I wonder what you would end up with if you went through all the cards in Magic and took out Lim Duel and replaced it with RuPaul. Ooh. <laughs> RuPaul's Legacy.
3: <laughs> yes. That's a good question. Wow. Is, would RuPaul be a legendary creature? I mean, you know, could you have a RuPaul Planeswalker? Ooh. RuPaul Planeswalker. Target creature gains Fabulous until end of turn. I like that. <laughs> yes, I don't know. I'm just. You know. Yeah, I'm sure you could. What would the negative ability for RuPaul be, though? I don't know. But... Remove all makeup from <laughs> RuPaul it, no, no, it's...
1: and like gasp in horror. It seems like in a moment like this, we should actually turn to the audience and say, "Audience, send us in. Send us in your RuPaul Planeswalker.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> mm-hmm,
1: I, we mm-hmm. we want to see abilities. You... Yes, yep. we want to see your best RuPaul Planeswalker." Uh, we'll come up with some sort
3: of prize. Uh, maybe I'll give you one of the... Hey, we got sleeves. We do have sleeves. Yeah, I'll... I will give up a pack of my sleeves. Okay. To whoever comes up with them most awesome. I will pay for the freaking shipping. Awesome. There you go. Two packs! Listen, listen to it. Listen to the madness.
1: I know, right? Um... Suddenly only one pack, Sunday, Sunday. Not only one pack, but Sunday. two packs. Two very <laughs> special sleeve packs that have angels on them. Are we ever going to make the middle finger packs? I I can't find I can't find anybody can't who, find anybody who nope.
3: manufactures them either.
1: Nope. I need someone with a plastic press. We need to cut that because we really need to keep that shit proprietary. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> I'm leaving that whole bit right there in the
3: show. That, that whole thing you is should be
1: right there, you and along with. This. And if you
3: come up with middle finger sleeves before we do we're going to find you and buy them. <laughs>
2: exactly.
3: <laughs> uh, so where can they send their uh, RuPaul planeswalker?
2: Uh, you can
1: send your RuPaul planeswalkers to dredgingforhumor at gmail.com. Where we'll look at them and laugh. Exactly. Hopefully. Maybe. And uh, <laughs> uh, we might, yeah,
0: whatever. I'm curious. I really want to see what, the, what they'll send in. I want to All see right, a RuPaul planeswalker. I do. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that our our fans are really really wicked people, and I just kind of want to see what they're capable of doing. So send us in those yes. those RuPaul planeswalkers and show us the damage that you're capable of making.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> they might have to what do was their that? research. What was
3: that show that 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 that, that manland was in Womanland. Well, land? She 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 he it had a had a show. It was a fashion show and had all these other... The Isle of Wanda- she it The Isle of she <laughs> it uh, No, there was this freaking show that I saw, like, that had RuPaul, and, like, his shit was, um, <laughs> talking to all these little wannabe divas, and was like, okay, ladies and bitches, whatever, you gotta make, you gotta make a dress, and here's the materials that you have, and you had so long. But then, he it would come out as a he, sometimes. In, like, oh or yeah, the dude that you know. She- oh Rue. Oh Rue. Oh, straight up. I saw one episode of the show and I'm like, are you are you serious? <laughs> wow. wow. We need to find that cuz like there's abilities so, in there. So go ahead and watch whatever that show was that RuPaul was in.
1: I just want to I just want to point out one thing here real quick just go. because uh when when a man is dressed up as a woman I just want this... What makes a woman, though? It, well, it's a woman. It's the persona and the yeah. aspect of it. And so, therefore, you should always refer to a man Isn't dressed a up as a woman man? as she. It, it's just better she, that way. It is. Oh, it totally Because is. that person has chosen yeah. to be her. Uh-huh. And, uh, however it may be. Agreed. Whatever that person has chosen to be, that's the way it should be referred to. I just want to make sure that we don't offend anybody.
3: Oh, I don't <laughs> want to offend anybody. No,
1: because yeah. this show is definitely all about offending nobody. Right. And everybody at the same time.
3: No. Oh,
0: come on. Okay. All right. Okay, I knew a dude who was just shy of 300 pounds, and he was a cross-dresser. Yeah. And his cross-dressing name, her name, when he was her, like you were saying, was Celestial Ambrosia.
3: Get out
0: of here. I kid you not. It was just like happy fruit salad.
3: <laughs> <laughs> heavenly fruit salad. <laughs> Something. Mm, heavenly fruit salad. Heaven. Heavenly nectar. There you go. Well, wow. But you know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Celestial Ambrosia. Wow. So basically we got completely away from magic and obsessed about cross-dressing for a hot minute. How are we exactly. going to turn that back around and turn it into the show? We're actually not. We're going to now. Are we going to keep talking about that? No. Oh, we're transitioning? No. Oh.
1: We're ending the show. Yay. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Dude.
2: Sure.